Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional mess maker. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, or maybe you've just forgotten, my name is Teresa. Today, I want to talk about how things work and building social skills as we explore the concept of how things work. So I want to talk about some methods we can use to explore and engage social social skills as we explore topics related to how things work. So perhaps you are learning about transportation as we have been in the last few weeks, or perhaps you're learning about cooking or gardening or robotics or any topic of your choice. All of these things have an element of how do things work? How does fill in the blank happen? How do plants grow? How do robotics make things operate? How do mechanics work? What is mechanics? What is transportation? Do all kinds of transportation move the same? Why or why not? That is actually something that we've already explored together through the concept of how things work. So you can go back and check out our transportation episode. Another great example of how things work, as I'm sitting here looking out the window recording this episode, is the weather. How do weather patterns happen? Why do the seasons come at the same time in the same way year in and year out? Why does our weather change? That's a great way to explore how things work. How does weather affect the way our food grows? the way animals live, the way people interact. Those are all great ways to explore the concept of how things work. But today I want to talk to you about one way that you can explore the concept of how things work. And that way is through dramatic play. Dramatic play engages kids in exploring roles. And this allows kids to build new skills while they play, while they create ideas, while they engage in activities. And this involves social skills.
dramatic play in a very real way is social skills practice. Whether you're pretending baker or bakery, you're interacting with or pretending to interact with customers. You're exchanging money. Your customers are asking for specific baked goods. They might ask you to decorate a cake a specific way. And you have to engage in conversations around these ideas. That is communication. That is language practice. But that's also social skills. Learning how a baker would communicate and interact with their customers. Bakers also have bakery assistants and they have to interact with and communicate with those bakery assistants in specific ways. And we have to treat people a certain way when they work for us. That also is practicing social skills. So dramatic play, while it is play and it is skills practice, you're practicing math. You're practicing science as you mix the different ingredients together. You're practicing reading as you read recipes and have to follow the steps in order for the recipe to come out properly. When you follow a recipe, you have to mix, in some cases, dry ingredients together and keep them separate from your wet ingredients. And then you have to, in a specific way, combine your wet and your dry ingredients together to create a batter. You have to cook that batter at a specific temperature. And that's going to be different for a cake than it is for cinnamon rolls, than it is for cookies. Same thing with the cooking time. This involves science and understanding why these things are different. And it also under engages math and understanding why it takes different lengths of time for these baked goods to fully now, I also want to get into types of play that can be incorporated into your dramatic play experiences. One of those is experiments. And I feel like I talk about experiments a lot. But it's a form of play and learning and skill building that lately I have heard kids of a wide range of ages get very excited about. Kids like to experiment with all kinds of things. Kids like to experiment with ingredients. Slime is very big, for instance. And so they like to come up with their own slime concoctions. And sometimes those slime concoctions 
don't work out as kids expect. I personally have had that happen. If you want to check out the results of my failed slime attempt, you can go to my Instagram and I posted a picture of the icky mess that I made because we wanted to experiment with ingredients that we thought would make a good slime concoction and it didn't work. <laughs> oh well, it was fun and it was messy and it was gross and we had a lot of fun with it. But you can use experiments to learn. You can use experiments as we did to learn that some ingredients don't mix together in a way that you expect because some ingredients are meant for a very specific purpose to create a very specific chemical reaction, as in slime. And if you don't mix the right ingredients together in the right way, you won't create that chemical reaction that in this instance should have caused slime to stick together. You can run experiments for making transportation and exploring how transportation works or how transportation can be used. You can also do science experiments on weather and weather patterns. Can you create lightning? What is lightning? What causes it? Doing the research and then conducting the experiment is a fun learning and skill building experience. And you're doing it as a form of play. Science Lab is one of my favorite dramatic play experiences that I think I've ever offered. So, Mad Scientist Lab is what we called it. <laughs> and we made costumes and wore crazy wigs and goggles and talked about uh, lab safety and why we do experiments and the things we can learn from experiments. And then we thought of some concepts that we wanted to learn more about and set up experiments that explored those concepts. Some of us wanted to learn about trees and how trees grow and the environment that they need to grow big and healthy. And so we set up experiments to test out ideas on what makes a good environment for trees to grow. We also did experiments on germs and animal and insect life cycles. We did all kinds of stuff. It was a very long-term project because we covered a lot of topics, but it was something that the kids wanted to do again and again. Long-term projects is another great form of dramatic play and a fun one that ties into the whole science experiments thing is 
animal life cycles. So we brought the book, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, to life. And we did it through learning about caterpillars and the life cycle of caterpillars and butterflies and actually grew caterpillars and butterflies and then released them. And this is a great long-term project that teaches patience. It teaches uh, respect for the environment and other life forms. And it teaches caregiving. We had to care for these caterpillars and later butterflies in very specific ways. And the kids had to learn patience as we did this. The, or I should say another way that you can use dramatic play to expand learning and build new skills is by exploring jobs. And this is actually, as I'm thinking about it, another great opportunity to do an entire school year of long-term projects because you can take a week to explore one profession. So you can set up a mechanics shop and explore the different kind of mechanics. You can explore mechanical engineering. You can explore auto automobile mechanics or mechanics. Hopefully I said that word right. Um, Again, you can set up a scientist's lab. You can set up a chef's kitchen. You can set up a bakery. You can set up um, a vet clinic, a veterinary clinic. You can set up a farm stand or an actual indoor farm. Pick professions that kids are fascinated by and want to become or make believe and bring out some gear that these professions would use and allow kids to become that role and, and act out that role as they engage in the skills that that role requires. You're going to get kids excited to practice math and science and language and reading and listening and teamwork and social skills as you offer them these dramatic play experiences because they're playing and pretending 
as they are building these skills and learning these new forms of understanding and knowledge bases. Lastly, the last form of play that I want to encourage you to tie into your dramatic play is games. Games like scavenger hunts or treasure hunts or things like blueprints and following directions. These things are fun to explore as tools of different trades and exploring why you would need a blueprint, who would use a blueprint, how would they use a blueprint, how do you create a blueprint. These things all engage different skills and practice of different subjects. Kids love to play games. So anytime you can incorporate learning like math and language or language arts or science into a game, you're going to get kids excited about wanting to learn that subject. Math is a fun one to use games to practice. And I have shared a ton of math games over the years. I do have my favorites, but you have to create a math game around the skills you're trying to build and the interest that the children you're engaging in the activity have. So you want to create a math game that can be tied into a dramatic play experience. Using a cash register or creating dramatic play that engages selling products for money is a great way to practice math. Construction is another great way to practice math. Because you have to measure length and width and height. And you have to weigh your materials. Are those materials going to be too heavy for a structure that you're trying to build? How much material do you need to cover a window of a certain size? Or to create a roof of a particular size. Following blueprints and directions for how to build a structure is a great way to engage listening skills, teamwork, and yes, social skills. Games are also a great way to practice and engage social skills as well as well because they require patience and supporting one another and taking turns and listening.
scavenger hunts is another fun game that you can get kids active as they learn and explore, but that requires social skills because kids have to share clues. They have to exchange ideas as to what they think that clue is leading to. Then they have to work together to figure out how they're going to get from where they are to where they think that clue is leading them and work together to figure out what they think that clue is leading them to look for. And you can customize scavenger hunts to whatever theme or subject area you are studying. So... As we round out here, I want to give you some tips, some tools, and some questions that can help get you started on this journey of building social skills through dramatic play and the different forms that dramatic play can take. So the tip I want to give you is this. I want you to use dramatic play to engage kids in learning new concepts and practicing new skill sets. So if you want kids to build more gross motor skills, I want to encourage you to get them engaged in dramatic play that is going to require using gross motor skills. So perhaps you create a scavenger hunt that takes on superheroes and superpowers and using those superpowers to engage in building gross motor skills. I've done this in the past. It's a ton of fun and kids love it. Some tools I want to encourage you to use as you engage in dramatic play are thing, introducing things, tools that support the role that you are introducing. So if you are introducing gardening or cooking, you're going to introduce tools like spoons and spatulas and measuring cups and measuring spoons and dirt and gloves and buckets and shovels and rakes and maybe even concepts like composting and why you would do something like composting and what it can be used for. This is a great way to start a conversation around a new concept, which is a great way to get kids excited about learning or engaging in something new. Speaking of starting conversations around a new concept or a new skill set or a new topic of learning, I like to encourage parents and teachers and caregivers to use questions 
to spark curiosity and to start conversations. So I like to give you questions that can help you do this. So question number one would be this. How would insert a profession? So how would a baker do this job? So how would a baker make a five-tier cake? This gets kids thinking about how certain professionals do certain things. This is going to cause them to create a plan and then carry out that plan. And they're going to have to follow a specific order to do so. Question number two. What skills and tools do we need to do or complete this task? So if we are a baker building a five-tier cake, what tools do we need? What do we need to put together a five-tier cake? What tools do we need to decorate that five-tier cake? What skills are we going to build as we engage in this activity? And finally, who can help us accomplish this task? So this gets kids thinking about how they can engage others in their play or in their task or in their challenge to support them in working together as a team to get the job done. And speaking of accomplishing a task, I want to give you a challenge that perhaps you can extend to your children or your students. And the challenge is this. How can you engage social skills as you build new skills with play to learn something new? I am excited to hear how you're going to answer this challenge and how you're going to engage in this challenge. So I'd like to encourage you to reach out to me through social media. Leave me perhaps a comment on this episode or join our creative classroom, which I will leave a link to in the comments. Our creative classroom is a completely private space where you and I can have conversations and you can share your ideas and questions with me and I can share support and content with you. So I would love for you to become a part of my creative classroom and leave me your take on this challenge. So that's what I have for you this week. I want to join... Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you'll join me next week when we will tackle a new fun learning and skill building topic that will allow us to engage in play as we learn new concepts, build new skills, and engage in fun with each other. Thanks for joining me this week, and I will talk to you next time.